Where, oh, oh, where, oh, oh, where have you been? Where have you been? Let me tell you, Trumpeters, it is a fantastic morning. I have been shifting, adjusting, modifying my personal life and seeing how I can get up earlier, do more throughout the morning. Uh, it's taken me a little bit to to shift into this. Obviously, the effect is showing itself when we're on the podcast. Where where, the, where we been at, right? So I've been watching a lot of reviews, watching a lot of news. News of my personal interest, Trumpeters, and that would be Comic-Con, one of the big things, the release of the Toyota Super GR, uh, someone prices it at a dealership at $100,000, grand. I understand that it's a launch edition, but dude, seriously, if I'm going to spend hundred grand, I might as well just go buy a Tesla, quite frankly, I understand it's a launch edition. But maybe instead of 80, uh, you know, 100 grand, you could put it up to, you know, 70, 80 grand. Like, I can understand that is an okay markup, even though none of us like dealership markups. But let's talk about the C8. If you don't know what the C8 is, guys, let me tell you, it's the Corvette, the new 2020 Corvette. The big, the big boy, the big deal, the long time coming mid-engine V8. The LT2 is producing well close to 500 horsepower. And quite honestly, this is a car that I will definitely say I know I will own that. Just like I know I will own a Supra. I especially want to get a Z06 basically variant of the C8. Um, But I've learned in the past I would rather wait. I'm going to repeat that. I've learned in the past I would rather wait after the first year model production comes out, there's going to be certain kinks and certain things that need to get worked on and so forth. I'd rather wait. I'm not going to jump on the immediate, oh, it's released bandwagon, because then, yes, you pay the premium pricing, so on and so forth. But quite frankly, I do know I will own a Toyota Supra. Color? Don't know yet. Don't know. The Corvette? Oh, my gosh. Have you guys seen the beautiful colors of the Corvette? You have oranges, you got blues, you got the red, the blacks, the way you can go ahead and, and, and opt for what kind of GT1, 2, or 3 seats you can get. I understand it's not stick, but quite frankly, for 60 grand, you can have a mid-engine V8. Now, let's picture if it's an eighty dollars to $100,000 car. I'm pretty sure that's all the bells and whistles put into it, but I'm not... Me personally, I'm not going to turn around and say I'm spending 100 grand on a appearance package. Not my thing. It has to have, it has to be supercharged. It's got to be like a Z06. It's got to have. It's just, it's got to have more. If you're telling me I can pick the color of the Brembos, I can pick the color of the wheels. All you're basically telling me is how to accessorize my car. Power. We know. For the base Corvette, this is gonna look. This is gonna be an amazing time. And according to what I've been reading, the Corvette is almost sold out. Almost sold out for pre-orders. That is amazing, man. That is a amazing feat. Now I will also say, 
the marketing campaign for the new C8 online has been amazing because one thing that Chevy doesn't really do the same as Ford is their their campaigning is not they do spend their money I'm not going to say they won't they do spend their money they, they, they put the money in but all jokes aside it's not as heavily influential as it comes to from Ford Ford does things that grabs people's attention and you're just like dude what, what is this what is that like for example if you guys haven't heard Ford has put out there Tesla has a, a pickup truck coming out well, let me tell you about the all-electric F-150. If you guys have not seen that, they have it showing that it's pulling F-150s plus the fact that it's pulling cars of a train. So the F-150s are inside the car and it's pulling cars. What the F-150 is basically touting right now is it's going to have gobs of torque. Obviously, with batteries come torque. But let's be real here. What's the cost of that F-150? If we're talking about right now, you can spend upwards of eighty dollars to $100,000 for a pickup. That's F-150 to F-250, $350. Just imagine if the EcoBoost engine is the top dog right now, what happens when the all-battery pack comes out and if the all-battery pack comes out, is that going to be the new top dog? Is that going to be the one that everyone's going to be like, dude, if you get the limited, you get the full electric? Like, where are we going here? It's been an exciting time, honestly, coming for, for cars. You got just, I mean, I'm telling you, the fact that the C8 is coming, and I'm alive for that, and I know I'm going to own one, like, the website crashed, I don't know how many times, for me trying to just go ahead and see how I can make mine, colors and so on, and it's a crashed. I, I don't think Chevy really expected that many people to jump onto it and really have a, a massive interest towards the C8, even though you're telling me it's under 60 grand. A mid-engine V8 for under 60 grand, unheard of. Let me know what you guys think in the comments because quite frankly, what mid-engine do you know, V8, that is in that price range? We're not talking about MR2s, MR2 Spiders, not talking about that. This is a V8 realm. This is the realm of Ferraris, Lamborghinis. This is a whole nother ball game. And quite honestly, Porsche and, and the Corvette have been in competition for years. And now going mid-engine because the truth is, the C7 was the cap, the limit of front engine power to rear wheel drive. And one Chevy said, this is the cap, this is it. We all know it's coming. There's only one thing left for the Corvette to be, and that was mid-engine. And here we finally go. Man, I'm excited for this. I, I am very excited for this. Comic-Con came. Comic-Con San Diego is gone. One main thing I definitely want to talk about for Comic-Con, uh, for this quick snippet of a podcast, Marvel. I mean, when I saw Angelina Jolie up there, that's how I knew. I was like, dude, they're, they're, they're putting another max effort into this. Marvel is not letting their foot off the gas. And that is something that DC has, has got to get on. 
the people that they have getting on there is top notch. We are we gonna see a female Thor? Are we? I don't know, man. If Jane Foster's holding that Mjolnir, I mean, where where are we going? I really hope that we do see that. That will be a great expansion as to where the Thor evolution is going. Obviously, for the comic books, you also have you know Thor as a woman as well, which is beautiful. It's fantastic. With that, Mr. Ali comes on stage with his own hat, and he's going to be Blade. There was a lot of talk about Jamie Foxx doing that and online. I'll say I was okay with it. I'm not saying Jamie Foxx cannot play a serious role like that, but it's kind of like not his character, you know? It's like it's not him. It's not... I'm not insulting you, Jamie Foxx. But it's like, dude, mm, I don't know. But Mr. Ali came out, and man, oh, man. When you turn and see just some of the the fan-made art, yeah, he fits. And when you hear his voice and the kind of person he is and how he can, yes. Marvel's casting seems to be not even seems to be. It just is. It is on par with exactly what they're looking to portray from comic book to silver screen. They've done a lot of cartoons, animes, voices, and so on. I will definitely say, for example, when it comes to a Marvel character, when it comes to Spider-Man, if I may, I did enjoy the Spider-Man com- uh, cartoons, especially the comics, but I'm talking about the cartoons, in the, what was it, mid-90s? I want to say it was right. The mid-90s. Spider-Man, his voice was organic then. And now when you have <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse, there's two, there, at first there's Peter Parker, then there's Peter B. Parker. And then the truth is, once you get to noir, I, like I understand that the voice has to be different, everything has to be different, but either way, the voice of our Spider-Man, Peter B. Parker, I thought was perfect. I really thought it was perfect. The, the first Spider-Man voice that we had in Into the Spider-Verse, which is Miles Morales' uh, uh, I guess you can say multiverse Earth, he sounded like kind of too serious. Like, not the Spider-Man we all love and know. But at the same time, it matched that Spider-Man. I hope that made sense. And then moving into our Earth Spider-Man, Peter B. Parker. It just, man, it just, he's perfect. He's perfect. And Marvel has been doing Sony thumbs up to everything with uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Marvel has been doing just phenomenal picking their cast. Everything has been phenomenal. Uh, We're waiting, honestly, for Fantastic Four. Uh, The the next big news that I was reading on uh, yesterday, Piscina Muerta, or a.k.a. Deadpool. Deadpool is... Where are you, man? Where are you? I really hope that now that Disney officially has, you know, all the X-Men, Fantastic Four, 
uh, so many more that they can go ahead and add on, and then Deadpool. Deadpool by himself is something I can't wait to even watch. I can't even begin to fathom what exactly direction they can go in now. Because they can do almost whatever they want. Whatever it is they want now. They have the characters. They have the cast. They're building the cast. Phase 4 to Phase 5. So it's just, it's going to get great. It's going to be great. So one of the reasons why I'm waking up early, I was challenged by a friend of mine, a peer of mine here at work. He says he's getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning to go to the gym, to go do this, to go do that. I like to have my hour of power every single morning. So now I shifted from 4 in the morning to 3.30 in the morning with the goal of getting to 3 o'clock. I'm not just going to go cold turkey, if you will, from waking up at this hour to drop to this hour. It's like, no, let me just bring it down by 30-minute intervals. And that's been working. Slowly but surely, it's been working. Sadly, somehow, it's affecting my sleep. I, I, I'm awake way before my alarm even goes off. Man. You know you know when you have that, like, man, what's on your mind? What's going on? Honestly, I'm, like, I'm not stressing out about anything. I don't know if I'm just like excited to be awake <laughs> early in the morning to get to the gym and I can accomplish more. So that's that's where I'm at, guys. It's feeling good. I'm also doing a every morning, I'm not going to lie to you, haven't done it in like four days now, every morning, five-minute journal, a uh, five-minute journal of the positive thoughts, um, basically some positive mantras, the things you put on there that you know you have, that you don't have yet, but you put you have, things that you want, your mind doesn't know. It cannot differentiate what's real. What I mean by that is if you close your eyes and someone tells you a story, you can picture being there. You can feel being there. You can smell like you're there. You can hear the sounds that like you can feel that you're there. So if you can trick your mind, or, or basically if you can understand how to utilize the power, the ability of telling your mind, you already own this, you can smell it, you can feel it, again, it's the law of attraction. It really is. It's the secret combined, everything together. This is how people attain the things that they want, the things that they, they desire. It's just, it's how it works and slowly but surely it's working it's man the manifestation is happening it's working um, thank you to the abraham hicks thank you to the secret thank you to netflix thank you to to god jesus friends family everyone that prays for me everyone we pray for uh you trumpeters we thank you for everything because the truth is a lot of none of this can happen if you guys aren't around uh, one other thing i want to touch on is the nintendo switch so we have not really a second new version, but kind of a new version of a Nintendo Switch. You have the lower price point Nintendo Switch, which does not have removable Joy-Cons. And it has some nice colorful uh, colors coming out. A yellow, a charcoal, and like a teal. And then you have, and it's got a bigger battery life than the current, uh, what Nintendo calls flagship Nintendo Switch. And then you have the new Nintendo Switch that's coming out, or I should just call it the updated Nintendo Switch, which has the removable Joy-Cons, it will just have a, apparently a bigger battery, but I'm pretty sure Nintendo will give it some more memory, uh, have more access to more power, in essence, 
And just know, Nintendo's not just fooling around. Nintendo's hit a good niche. Uh, their 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 stock has increased. It's just they're doing amazing, and they know that, and they're sticking to a formula that's working, while at the same time doing some risky things. It was risky to bring out the Nintendo Switch, a hybrid console. It's here, and now the proof is there. So, guys, let me know what you think. We talked about the Nintendo Switch. We touched on the Ford F-150 all-electric, the Toyota Super GR, and an insane pricing at a dealership of $100,000. I mean, quite honestly, man. Like, I wouldn't spend hundred grand on a Supra. Honestly, no, I'm not. Brand new? Absolutely not. Even if I, uh, even when I do win the lottery, like tomorrow, for example. <laughs> you guys get that? Hope you did. I'm not going to take money that I just got and drop it on a Toyota Supra of $100,000. Absolutely not. Not working out that way. I'm going to wait. It's, it's something that I've been really... You know what? I did forget this, guys. I admit it. I'm sorry. The book of the month. Start with why. I'm guilty. I didn't even get a chance to open it and read it yet. And here's why. It's not an excuse. It's a fact of life. I've been making adjustments and changes in my personal life. And all we look to do is to better ourselves. I've been stuck reading. uh, I, I go back and forth to Boundaries. And especially right now, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Like I'm really digging in deep into Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So that I can truly understand you know you learned unlearn and relearn and that's something that a lot of people are not up to doing meaning everything that you learn I want you to throw it away and I want you to learn something new and for people to be able to normal people to be able to do that is not possible I'm not insulting you guys it's just that a lot of you guys like no these are my my roots and this is what I'm sticking to. There's no way excuse me, I'm about to change that. But if you guys watch the Matrix, that's basically what it is. Forget everything that you know. That's also something that Doctor Strange was told to do before um, meeting the Ancient One and going into, what's it called? Comertage? Even though he said this doesn't seem to look so comertage And he was told, forget everything that you, you know. Which is, you're going to, everything that you know, you need to unlearn it and learn something completely brand new. And that's something that many of us need to really open our minds to and truly understand. We, we, need, to, we need to learn something different. We really do. And sometimes the habits that we have, that we have had since we were uh, younger... They're not the best habits. Like, they're really not for a lot of us. And what I mean is reading and understanding financial literacy. Because we are, many of us, are financially illiterate. And that's something that if you're interested in getting better at something, you need to study it. And quite honestly, many of us are illiterate when it comes to finances. I'm not saying I'm perfect. You know, you have to make mistakes to get better. But if you don't learn from those mistakes, you will not get better. So, yes, I'm guilty for not reading. I told you guys, hey, this is the book of the month. Start with why, Simon Sinek. 
Um, and I'm going to say I'm not putting a book of the month until I, I honestly gain control of myself in a sense because, again, I'm studying. And when you start throwing so many things, it becomes overwhelming. And you should have a laser-sharp focus on your goals. And when you study, you know, if you overwhelm yourself, you're going to feel like you can't catch up. And right now, I feel a, a bit overwhelmed and I cannot catch up to certain things. Because the proof is, look at the time the podcast gap is, is now showing. 20 days, 15 days. You know, I don't want to do that. I want to be able, I, I promise you guys, Mondays and Thursdays. And that's not even happening. Uh, my work schedule. Let me tell you guys, I worked almost a 24-hour schedule and didn't even sleep, and then follow the following day, so nearly 40-something hours straight. I'm not saying it's not possible, but you know, you got to open your mind, you got to make, you, you got to refocus your mind that you're going to do that. This this came at a time where it's like, ah, man, I'm just going to do it. So I had to program my mind pretty fast to do that. So last week was pretty hectic. I didn't really have a full weekend. Um, good news is that I moved, I have my computer desk in a room now, so I can go ahead and get YouTube videos and things more solidified. So I have a lot of things that I'm working on. And again, when you do these things by yourself, it's challenging. And when you got a full-time career, full-time dad, full-time everything else, and this is something that I would love to make, uh, not just not just have as a hobby, but, but do throw it in there as a full-time. I would love to do podcasts full-time. I'm still working towards voiceovers full-time. Um... And the YouTube channel, because I want you guys to see the full baby steps to walking the full gamut of how we can go from phase one to the last phase, and the last phase meaning we reached a goal, now let's start a new new set of phases, new goals, and how you guys can all do that together. Does that make sense with me? And all the comments and things you guys put out there, things you want to hear, I haven't ignored you. It's just getting the proper space, getting set up. Um, I do want to have a conversation with a podcast on a podcast, obviously, with a, a famous race car driver. And he's famous, but you guys may not pay attention to his fame. And I want to bring that kind of stuff up later. So things, again, we talked about today. The Nintendo Switch, my personal, my personal life, the book of the month situation. Um... Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Star With Why. I still have to jump into that, honestly. Uh, Marvel, Blade, Deadpool. I mean, this is the, the Corvette C8. I, I, I prefer to tell you guys, I re, like I recommend, I'm not saying that the manufacturers are not good at what they do because they are, but there's going to be some adjustments that need to be made. I know Toyota's been working on this thing for, it feels like, 10 years, honestly. But the fact that we have one, please don't complain about the fact that it's a BMW and this and that. Because if you guys really researched how many car parts are shared amongst different manufacturers, you wouldn't be complaining about the Supra. Like, you really would not. Like, how do you guys feel about Chevy and Ford working on a transmission together? But you guys don't know about that for all you Ford, Chevy guys. Same thing goes for Dodge and so on and so forth. There's so many that work together. And realistically, it's just more affordable uh, to work together than it is to do it on, on a company's own by spending not just millions, but probably billions on research and getting things to work right.
But understand, Trumpeters, I love you guys. I respect you guys. Always remember, you're awesome. Don't let anyone take that away from you. Every single day, we do go through some hurdles and challenges. Just know that we're all here to talk each other, help each other, and give each other the proper guidance. Because quite honestly, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Stay hungry for the things that you know, you know, you know you want them. You know you do. I want you guys to always remain humble and stay extremely focused towards your goals. I may have shifted things around on purpose, but it is what it is. You have to make the proper changes. And I'm going to leave you with this. I remember watching a video uh, a few years ago. Uh, it was about a, a, a man that was that came across another man and said, you know, like, I, I want to be... I want to be wealthy. I want to be rich. The man says, okay, here's what you're going to do. Uh, I want you to be in your best dressed and meet me at the beach at this hour. Uh, the young man goes to the beach to meet this businessman, this entrepreneur, this successful individual. They go to the beach, and he tells them, step into the water with me. And the man, and, you know, he's fully dressed. The young man is in a full suit and everything. He's like, what? Come in the water. And he takes a step, and, you know, it's like the first thought, you're like, dude, it's, it's, it's my best dress attire. I'm now, it's, it's ruined. It's, it's seawater. And he tells you, take another step in. Before you know it, you're about chest deep in the water. And, you know, you're like, what the heck is going on? I'm trusting this guy. And, and what, what's happening? And then that man, that entrepreneur, shoves you into the water. And you start struggling, and you're trying to, you're, you're gasping. You're like, man, I need air. I can't breathe. What's going on? And he brings you up, and he tells you, you see that feeling of gasping for air that you need to have air to survive? I want you to have that mindset towards whatever your goal is. That is what the feeling I want you to have. You have to have it. There is no plan B. You have to have it. Trumpeters, remember that. Use that as a focal point for this week. I love you guys. Stay awesome. Have a good one.